Good morning, comrade. You are listening to Good Morning Comrade, goodmorningcomrade.com. Uh, we got this is a Thursday show. We've been a little bit lacking on Thursday shows, mostly because I've been doing the Monday through Friday thing, but I think we should get back to doing this. Uh, so I got Robert on the show. What's going on, bro? Hello. Same old. Make sure you keep that in. Make sure what? you keep that uh, scuffed opening in. The oh, scuffed okay. ass opening. I'm, I'm, that's just the aesthetic, right? Just scuffed as, scuffed as fuck. Yeah, absolutely. Out. Yeah, yep. polish, polish is for Trump, man. You know What's it. going on with you, man? You know, been, you know, been a little wild over here. Uh, what's up? With I you? know. Um, let's see. Um, uh, Doge, Doge is up. Um, oh, I, I have my twenty-five. Mark, I saw Mark Cuban posting about Doge yesterday. Like Doge, oh, that shit. Rich people. Yeah. Rich people love to see poor people scramble for like the scraps of like, bullshit. They love it, dude. Yeah. So, like, what's up? What's the deal? What What, what is Dogecoin? Just talk a little bit about that. What the hell's going on with Dogecoin? Um, no offense to anybody holding uh, Doge out there who listens to us. I don't know what that Venn diagram looks like, but um, <laughs> just be brutal. Our, our audience is loyal enough, and they can take it. Dogecoin is the biggest bullshit cryptocurrency like that has ever existed, and uh-huh. it's meant to be like that. It's meant to be a joke, uh-huh. um, but now it's, it's worth over as yeah. It's it's it started at like a penny, and now it's worth today's high was like fourteen. The last since the last time I checked, um, see before I checked my Robinhood account, it's worth like eleven cents right now. So I bought $25 of it for the meme and now it's worth like $45. So congrats to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's bullshit. It's fun to just have and laugh at and be like, ha ha ha. Isn't, isn't like, isn't our monetary system stupid? Isn't it like markets and exchange? Aren't they a joke? Like if enough people get together, we can literally make anything valuable, but on the other end of that, there's all these like I just call them idiots and suckers who think that somehow Doge is going to hit a dollar, which is so absolutely crazy. Um, it's never going to happen, and even if it did, it would it would plummet so fast because the problem with um, it's a good morning uh, comrade financial corner. The problem with Dogecoin, and it's not a problem I have with cryptocurrency. Like cryptocurrency is real. It's legit as anything as anything out there. It's legit as gold. It's legit as the U.S. It's more legit than the U.S. dollar, actually. Um, but the thing with Doge is, just not to, to bore the complete piss out of our audience, Doge has no cap. Do you understand what I mean by that? So Jeff can't answer, but I'm assuming he does. He knows. So the, what makes things valuable in our society is that you know, gold, silver, the U.S. dollar, fiat currency is scarcity. Well, Doge has no cap, which means you can keep mining that digital 
chunk of Doge and breaking pieces off uh, to infinity. So by its very nature, it can never be valuable because there is no scarcity. Unless we all decide as a population that Doge is valuable because it's valuable because, you know, all monetary systems, including like fiat currency are just, you know, whatever we make them to be. But by our current, our current ideas of value and standards, Doge can never have value because it can never be scarce. Something like Ethereum or Litecoin or Bitcoin um, has value, intrinsic value, because there is only a limited amount of it to to mine uh, through your computer. Um, so therefore, Doge has no value. Uh, this is not financial advice, but also it doesn't matter because cryptocurrencies are not um, regulated by any exchange. So I guess this is financial advice when we're talking about crypto. And we'll see if Jeff comes back in a minute, and hopefully this will keep that on the show. Hello. Hey, we are back. Uh, just going to wait for Robert to get back here, and then we can continue the show. Um, but, yeah, I just don't know what happened there. Our computer just died uh, for a minute. Uh, hopefully we'll be back up on all the stuff. Um, but, yeah, that was not expected. Uh, that was weird. Um, yeah. Jeff back in the saddle. Uh, what's going on, folks? Uh, hey, we are back. Yeah, that's double, little double, double, little double, double there. Um, but yeah, just trying to figure out what the hell happened. Don't know what the hell happened. You got any? You got any chatters? No. All right. So we're back in business. Hey, Robert, you back? Yep, I'm here. All right, cool. Yeah, I don't know what happened. What there. happened here? Uh, what my, happened? What did it do? My whole computer, my whole computer froze, and I had a re, I had a hard restart. Right? Yeah, I'm here. You can't hear me? That's yeah, I can hear you fine. Yeah. Um, no error code. No, I mean no blue screen. No nothing. No, like it froze. Like like nothing would happen. None of my inputs would work. It was just like no keyboard, no mouse. The, I could see the mouse cursor, but I couldn't do anything. So it was just like. How, oh, okay. how often does it happen? Not very often. <laughs> yeah. but um, it happens but often enough. Could be I, mean, I can't tell right you now. the time that it happened before. I don't know if it's happened before. Oh, really? Oh, okay, yeah. okay, never mind. Then. But I mean, like, my stuff's a little bit... We're, we're alive, by the way, uh, just so that you know. Yeah, I know. But, but um, yeah, I don't know what the deal is. I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, I see. And, uh... All right. Well, we're back up and running. You were talking about Doge. Doge. Um, no, I was saying I went on a whole rant if you want to keep it in. But, um, yeah, keep going. Yeah, I was saying that. Uh, but no, Doge is um, It's cool if you're buying it for the meme. It's yeah. meant to be a joke. But I feel bad for all these people with like they're saying they have a portfolio full of thousands of dollars worth of Dogecoin, which is insane um, <laughs> because it's complete like – my problem isn't, uh, again, with um, cryptocurrency. I own a portfolio yeah, full a of cryptocurrency. Guy. What's that? You're a crypto guy. Yeah, I am. Because crypto is as real as anything else. It's as real as gold or silver or fiat currency. Um, it has uh, intrinsic value because it's because of its scarcity. That's just the way like we've always valued you know, we as human beings, we've always given value to something by its scarcity. 
The problem with Doge is because it's the joke, because it's a meme, mm-hmm. it has no scarcity. Like you can mine right. Dogecoin literally forever, which is not how we judge things at this point in time as a civilization to be mm-hmm. viable. Therefore, unless civilization completely shifts and changes and we mm-hmm. become floating orbs, um, you know, outside of our own bodies and, and, and the singularity happens, then maybe Doge will hit a dollar. Mm-hmm. But until then, it's just it's just fun, fun meantime. So right. um, this is financial advice, by the way, because cryptocurrency is not there's it's not regulated by anything. <laughs> so therefore, I can tell you what to buy um, uh-huh. and you should not buy Doge. Right. Like, it's stupid. I mean, um, actually, no, keep buying Doge. Keep buying Doge because it makes my Doge go up if you buy it. So actually, <laughs> fuck that. Just keep buying. Just spend, sell your house. Sell your sell your family into, you know, um, indentured servitude. Just buy up all the Doge. Yeah, just, just make it go Please. up, 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 right? We could do the same thing. Yeah. We could do it with GameStop. We could do it with Doge. Yeah. Um, and speaking of crypto, uh, Coinbase, which is the popular... Um, currency exchange had an IPO, an initial public offering on the stock market today. Uh, that shit fell harder than I don't know something that falls real hard. That shit was <laughs> awful. It, it opened at three hundred eighty-one dollars. It ended uh-huh. at three hundred twenty today. That was brutal. I yoloed into that, but I got out so quick. Yeah, wow. I was like, "Ooh, I'm about to make some money," and then I'm like, "Ooh, I'm about to lose no. everything." I guess Let if we're gonna talk know. about um if we're gonna talk about crypto a little bit. Um just a little Coinbase, bit. I don't want to Well, so so Coinbase is like what you use as almost like a wallet or something. Like like I've i I know very little about crypto. But like like it's not a wallet, dude. It's a it's an exchange. Think of like what Coinbase is, um, you know, when you go to the airport and you see those kiosks that have foreign exchange. Mm-hmm. Like you can change your dollars into yen and vice versa uh-huh. for a fee. Uh-huh. That's what Coinbase is. Oh, Coinbase allows you to do that. That's what, yeah, absolutely. They're just changing crypto into other forms of crypto uh, for the exchange rate, and then taking okay. a usury fee when they when you cash out in U.S. dollars. That's and, what they do. And they had an initial pu- public offering on a public on public. Uh, on, on the exchange, yeah, on the stock and, exchange, and, they, and so nobody was buying it. It was way overvalued. No, no, I wouldn't say nobody bought it. What uh-huh. what honestly happened was a bunch of hedge funds bought, probably bought millions upon millions of dollars worth, pumped it up mm-hmm. forty cents, and then sold. Oh, then they, they sold got out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or okay. they just sold off. You know, it's what they tried to do. That's how GameStop. it works. It's what they tried to do at GameStop. But they got kind of like too many people on Wall Street bets. Like they tried to sub, they they bought these shorts in GameStop, and they tried to basically say it's going to tank, so we might. Well, that's as well diff- no, that's uh, different. The, so okay. that was that was that was like really high short interest, which means they placed they placed down bets, so mm-hmm. it would uh, that it would fall if it fell, it would make money, and mm-hmm. so uh, retail investors, Wall Street bet people, myself decided to go against that, and then. They bought more of the stock, which makes the hedge funds have to sell because if they don't sell, they'll lose money. Um, but this is more of a pump and dump. Mm-hmm. I would say not like it's not anything illegal or scandalous. It was just an overvalued stock 
that, you know, uh, institutions, hedge funds bought up, they got it to the price they wanted and they sold. It was just a a game of, uh, you know, it's not, it's not anything shady. Like it happens every day. I mean, it sounds like Coinbase. It sounds shady, just the, from the perspective of it's so convoluted. I guess you could say, like the and, and all of this stuff. And this is like where I get all like, like, like you were like you were saying earlier. Like this is not real money. This is just a bunch of like numbers on a spreadsheet, right? And like, well, none of it's real, but yeah, yeah. And like, this is so alienated from like <laughs> from labor and from work and from actual exchanges of goods like this is so far removed from that it's just like a bunch of rich people passing money around and and a certain number of like less rich people well absolutely that's 100 percent right but then you have to lump in the u.s dollar is into that as any fiat currency has is the same thing it only has value what the government enforces it, it having it only has value because it's, it's oh, you're breaking under up a certain bad. government and that government enforces you're breaking up real bad okay what about now say again say what again? about now you're doing Hello? better yeah you're doing better okay sorry so i mean all currency only has value that we as a society um give it we as a society mm-hmm. have deemed the United, let's say, as the United States government, we have deemed the United States mm-hmm. government um, that we're going to live under its laws. And therefore, the United States government says, hey, you have to accept these like green pieces of paper to pay all debts mm-hmm. legal, um, public or private. So mm-hmm. that's, I mean, it's the same thing. There's really no difference. That's, I, I mean, I guess that's why. This, it kind of irks me about people, people talk about like the stock market like it's some kind of or like cryptocurrency like it's some kind of people talk about crypto like it's so much different than the stock market like the right. stock market is some kind of natural thing like human beings like just came from like primordial ooze and then evolved over millions of years and the stock market's always just been there it's just right. a natural occurrence and yes. it's not it's it's a it's a fake thing that we give value to as a society, and that's mm-hmm. it. It has no other value than that. I and mean, you no you look at a stock. Yeah, crypto is no different. Crypto, it's all it's all fake. It's all a scam, and that doesn't mean uh, this brings. I don't want to stay on this forever because I think we have more important things to talk about. And I think as like leftists, like I'm into this stuff because I want to have things. Like leftists, yeah. my my point with this is like we we should we are allowed to have nice things if you want a playstation 5 like go get one my dude like don't right. feel any kind of way like as a like if you want to like buy crypto if you want to buy amc and gamestop if you want to buy like microsoft for the and hold it for 30 years like my dude mm-hmm. like please do that because until we live until we like burn wall street down you might as well try to like make some money out of it Right. And like, like, like I, and, I, I, you know, that does have some value in so far as I'm like, I'm not like trying to make any like claims that, oh, yes, we should, you know, I'm not making a defense of the stock market in any way, but like people's retirements are like, whether we like it or not, wrapped up in that stuff. Right. Right. And as right. of right now, it's a part of the system 
that exists. And like like you're doing, like you're talking about, engaging in that system isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's also like not the like like I remember when the Wall Street bets thing was going on. A lot of people were talking about like, well, this is the revolution. I'm like, well, no, that's not going to happen either because like that's the playing field of the ruling class and the rules of the ruling class. And yeah, they'll let you play there, but they're not going to beat you're not going to beat them at their own game at their own turf, right? It's both, actually. Yeah. I, I have it. This this can go into. I'd like to segue this to talk about uh, police brutality and uh, okay. the ongoing like Good luck riots and protests. Yeah, well, here's my here's my segue. I think honestly, more people getting involved in the stock market and pumping stocks mm. and make it and like actively trying to like hurt hedge funds do, has is has a more of effect on Wall Street. Um, than Occupy Wall Street ever could, because unless oh, you're, oh, yeah. you can't occupy Wall, you can't occupy Wall Street. You have to like either burn it down or try to beat them at their own game. We we have the same conversation. We talk about electoralism. When I say like, oh, are we doing revolution? Yeah. No. Well, I guess we're doing electoralism. So my thing is like, nothing ever happens in this country that of any kind of because we live under capitalism. Nothing ever happens in, until we start fucking with people's capital. We yeah. start fucking with capital, then all of a sudden they want to listen to you. When you take like, okay, I'll give you an example, police brutality. What what damn good did, um, you know, and I'm not knocking the man, I'm just giving an example. Colin Kaepernick taking a knee. He lost his uh-huh. job. He's ostracized from the NFL. He's mocked. You know, uh, of course, history is going to prove him right you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 years from now, it's going to prove him right. But what what actual beneficial change came from his action? None. People burn him down. For, for him or for the movement? For, for society. Oh, okay. For the movement. Well, he got a fact contract from Nike out of, out of the deal, which I'm not, Wait, I'm not even going no, to hear about that either. No, no, no. I mean for the movement. But people uh-huh. burning down a target and fucking up capital make, mm-hmm. make, the, make the city of Minneapolis go, whoa, what's going on? At least now, like, there's a dialogue. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, when you start fucking with capital, and however however you do it, that's mm-hmm. when the society starts listening. But, they, yeah, don't listen they, to you. they don't listen to you anywhere else. Yeah. They didn't care in uh, George Floyd murder. The cops weren't so, well, no, the cops were always terrible, of course, because any kind of protest is going to be treated like, like, a, like, like, uh, you know, like an assault on on all of you know the society. But like the thing that they point to, I guess you could say in retrospect is, oh wow, they burned down a target. You know, <laughs> like that's what they worry about, and that, that matters obviously uh, significantly more than you know the, the murder of uh, you know a guy who was stopped by police with his you know knee on his neck for nine minutes. Right, but it makes it's not even a contradiction of capitalism, though. Because no, when you think about it, when you really, capitalism. yeah, yeah. Mm. So it's 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 not like it's not like a oh, can you believe this wacky world we live in? No, I believe it hundred percent. And so the only way to fuck with these people, the only way to get them to bend to you, is to is to fuck with their pocketbook. Yeah, I mean, MLK did it back, you know, with the bus boycotts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. It, it, with with just like withholding your with it can be withholding your dollars it could be you know burning shit down it's you've got to hit these you've got to hit these people you got to hit corporate America look look how corporate America has responded look at just an example of um 
an example of in Georgia, all these companies are like pulling out of Georgia, don't want to do business in Georgia. Yeah. And that's because they don't want to be associated with this shit. When the next, when the next eventual guy next uh, gets his brains blown out, you know, for, uh, when a cop pulls him over in Atlanta, which is going to happen, this is going to happen again. They don't want to be associated with that. Mm-hmm. They want to be like, this is, this is no longer worth the, the blowback that we're going to get. Yeah. You know, and so if we can stand up now for like voting rights, then we can at least be on the right side when shit hits the fan again and be the friendly company. These companies aren't your friends. They're making calculated oh, decisions not. to increase their bottom line. But you know what? Again, this is a war. This is this. This isn't a, this isn't a conflict where it's two armies on the field. Right. Oh crap! Mm-hmm. How about now? So I said this isn't a conflict with like two armies on the field like standing popping shots at each other like in that mm-hmm. kind of in that kind of war like we're, you know we're going to lose and I know I'm like kind of talking all over the place but we have yeah, to think of it as like we have to use any anything in our disposal whether it be like using the, the capitalism against itself to try to try to uplift people out of the, to try to destroy capitalism mm-hmm. yeah. Um, one of the things that it, it's all sites in the struggle, I guess you could say, like if, if there's a way to, to assume power in a particular, you know, area, um, you know, it would be almost like a, a certain degree, you know, malpractice to not let that go. But I guess the question that I kind of look at is priorities and I mean, you know where my priorities lie, but anyway, um, Absolutely. to get on the subject of the, um, so there's a couple of things we could talk about sort of in confluence that have been going on since the last time we've talked. Uh, the uh, the Derek Chauvin trial has been going on for what seems like two or three weeks now. Uh, and, sure. you know, as much as I thought, at least early on, like he was like, really quick for the people who are listening who, you know, have been under a rock for a while. Um, Derek Chauvin is the police officer, the cop who murdered George Floyd by kneeling on his neck for nine minutes, uh, you know, ignoring multiple complaints from George Floyd that he couldn't breathe and, and, you know, was on his neck for multiple minutes after he had died, right? Uh, He's on trial right now. And I think probably for the first time that I can remember, like the cop might actually get convicted here. What do you think? Do you want to hear my super hot take? Let's go. Super, super hot take. Oh, and I know this, like, in my mind, this isn't the, this is not, like, the correct take to have. I know, Mm -hmm. like, I should want justice to be done, but I kind of hope he gets off. Wow. Okay. Go ahead. I'm listening. Here's my, here's my thought. Here's my thought process. Mm -hmm. That I don't trust all these cops, like, and, like, the, the whatchamacallit, the um, the chief of police and all these cops flipping on him, what mm-hmm. I think they're doing with this guy is I think that the police union and, and that part and then the rest of the, the departments across the United States are going to follow suit. I think that what's happening they're is they're going to place me. all the sins. Mm-hmm. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to put all the sins of the uh, police in the United States on this one guy and cast him off into the wilderness, throw him in jail, and then they're going to come back and be like, look, we got him. It's over. 
Like po yeah. policing, the police have been yeah. fixed. It's all over. Are you happy now? To where if he gets <laughs> off, yeah. So like y'all got nothing to complain about. Aren't you happy? Like you know, Chauvin's in jail. Like you know, there can't be police brutality. There yeah, can't be predatory be policing. Oh, oh, Obama's president. Like you, you, there can't be racism, right? Like remember that shit. So, mm -hmm. but if he if he gets off, Jeff, if he gets off, everything burns. And again, this goes so back into my. Yeah, this goes back into my nobody cares until you start fucking with their capital. You start yeah. fucking with people's capital, all of a sudden shit starts changing. Mm -hmm. I know that's sick. I know that's disgusting. I know that's I know that's um Well no, I, I, mean, I, I agree that that's what they're gonna but try and do. I think it's logical. Yeah, so I agree that it was what they're going to try and do. They're going to try and sort of like nail this guy to the cross, essentially. And uh, he's going to essentially be the singular symbol of like all of police brutality being finally defeated or something like that, right? And Correct. I guess the question becomes because like whether or not, you know, uh, whether or not there is like that, whether or not that happens is out of our control <laughs> in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, but also yeah. like it's, it's out of our control. And I guess the question becomes, what are the next steps if that does happen? Cause that does seem like to be, to be the most likely scenario. And, and you know, two weeks ago, I wouldn't have thought that that would happen. If you know what I mean? But like after, my own. go ahead. I guess my, my, my point is that like after Derek Chauvin, if we, you know, if it's going the way that we think it's going to go, um, after he gets like um, convicted, if, we, if, we, if that does happen, then what? What do you do? Right. Well, to counter my own argument, um, mm -hmm. I think that um, predatory policing and police misconduct and pretty much police murder has been it's ramping up and at least being covered more to where it might not matter if they if they try to if they try to use this guy as a as a scapegoat there's so like the the police are snitching on themselves so much by doing doing so much mm -hmm. evil that it might not mm -hmm. matter mm -hmm. it, it, it might it might be because you know police are police are killing people unarmed people every day they're 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 mm -hmm. They're uh, pepper spraying dudes for no reason, like, and it's all being caught on camera. That it might not, it might not matter if this guy goes to jail or not. I just don't want people to like. I don't want people to be like, "Oh, we got him," you mm -hmm. know, nothing more to talk about. I, I don't. That might not happen now, and it might. It, we might get both things. We might get people mm -hmm. like still pushing, still pushing to abolish the police, um, still pushing for change, and Chauvin might go to prison. Right. Well, and again, like, like, I guess my point is what I'm trying to say here is that, like, if that is going to happen, how do you make that the thing that happens? You know what I mean? How do you make? How do you influence that when Chauvin, or if and when Chauvin gets off here? You know, if he gets off, then, like, what's the steps to kind of keep the whole thing rolling? Because I mean. Like we're like you're saying, Chauvin. You know, they want to make him. They want to make him the uh, scapegoat. Like, how do you how do you right. make sure he's not? At 
You know what? To be honest, and this isn't a cop out. This is my real feelings that I don't have an opinion on that, on what mm-hmm. to do next, because um, I'm going to let people who are actually in the who've been doing this, who've actually been in the, you know, quote unquote, mm-hmm. in the street, like in the fight, like doing this. I'm going to let them tell me what to do. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, but I guess that's going to be the interesting question to sort of like keep an eye on. And 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 you mentioned the the sort of like ramping up of uh, police violence. I mean, there was a case just a few days ago of um, Dante Wright, who was uh, basically murdered by a cop, uh, and the claim by the cops. This was like you know ten minutes away from um, Minneapolis, where was it Minneapolis. Where uh, George Floyd was, yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, absolutely, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Center, and um, the the sort of like claim by the chief of police and by the police officer who shot and killed him, it was not like an officer involved shooting; it was a cop shot the man. I hate when they report about that kind of stuff. Officer involved shooting, like who got shot? Who did the shooting here? You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like it's just like a, a sure. way that the press covers these things that completely removes any kind of like culpability or, or, um, or um, responsibility on the part of the cop who literally you shot and murdered somebody. Right now, um, like I was saying, the, uh, the, the cop claims that she was reaching for her taser and shot this kid to death with her gun. What do you think of that, Robert? Um, I think it's, uh, like as a former cop, I was never, I never had a taser, but I definitely had a, I definitely had a Glock 17 nine millimeter, which is what, you know, she killed him with. Um, those two things are impossible to, to mistake. One mm-hmm. is going to be bright yellow and very light. And mm-hmm. the other is going to be steel and plastic and a really? lot heavier. Yeah. And they both have completely different, they both com- completely have different trigger mechanisms. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the thing. I believe that she, here's the thing. I don't believe there's a grand conspiracy. That she's like, oh, I'm going to murder this guy and yell taser, taser, taser. I believe right. she did it. I believe she did that by accident, which is completely unacceptable. Like, right. then you're, then you're just stupid and mm-hmm. you shouldn't, you shouldn't be a cop. See, what we need to not focus on is, 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 oh, did she mean to kill him or not? Did she, was she yeah. really, don't worry about that. Worry about like, why did he get pulled over? He got mm. pulled over because of air freshers in his rear view. He got like, so he, he, why he, why he was, was that driving, so he was essentially driving a car that had expired tags and right. uh the okay. air in there, which like the reason that the uh, I didn't know this was a thing until just now, maybe you did, yeah. but like uh apparently like air fresheners are like suspicious because they're supposed to cover up like the smell of, of weed or something. Is that? I, I've never they heard of can't. They don't. They don't. Um, nothing covers up the smell of weed because weed is like permeates through things. There's right. actually a guy we should have on the podcast. Um, we should try. He's he's uh, he used to be a um, a Texas cop. Mm-hmm. Uh, what Barry Cooper's his name? And he um, he he did a video series after he quit called "Never Get Busted Again," which tells uh. you exactly what police look for. It's really good. He tells you how to hide your weed like the whole bit. Yeah, we should definitely have him on the show. Um, But no, it's it's just stupid. It's another reason to pull people over. 
So, mm-hmm. and then, uh, but the thing is, and then after I heard he had a warrant for, for tickets, like, oh, who wow. cares? Obviously, he had that. You just re, you just recite him. And yeah. then I, I had a warrant once. Let me tell you this story. Let me tell you this story. So, I had a warrant um, probably like a decade ago in Cincinnati, right? But I mm-hmm. lived in Ohio. So, I had a dog. Um, dog gets loose. Uh, oh. We got this dog from another. We got this dog from another county. Uh, the dog had uh, all its tags, shots, and whatnot, but from the other county. So uh, the dog gets loose. The Humane Society picks him up. I go to the Humane Society looking for this dog. They got my dog. They want me to pay a fine. They're like, oh, you have to pay a fine because he's not uh, licensed in the county. And yeah. I go, um, no, because he's licensed in the county over. And yeah. that license is good for the entire year. I know this. I read it. So she's, she's like, no. She's like, you have to pay the fine. And I'm like, no, I don't. I'll take my dog very much. Thank you so much. And so what I leave. So one day I'm off work. Yeah, I go home. This is like a month later, right? I go home. I'm outside raking leaves outside of my house. Cop pulls up in my driveway. Are you Robert Johnson? What do you want? What? Are you Robert Johnson? Can you come here? Yes. Okay. He's like, hey, do you know you have a warrant out for your arrest? I'm like, for what? What are you talking about? He's like, something about animal in closures. I'm like, for a dog? For my dog? He's like, yeah. He's like, no big deal, man. I just got to recite you. Just go to court. So what? I go to court. I go to court. I print. I go to the library. I go to like the I go to the, like the uh, the law library so I can print it directly from the law books. Like mm-hmm. from the like, I go to like the um, University of Cincinnati Law Library because I don't even want to print this stuff out online. I want to make sure they see it's right from the book, it's up to date, whatever. So I print this stuff out from the law library. I go I go to court on my court date. I go I go to the the prosecutor and I go, hey, this is the deal. She just goes, this is ridiculous. <laughs> and they they go and she's like, hey. This is what happened, Judge. We're dropping all of this. And then he's like, okay, great. I still had to pay to get my warrant freaking like taken off. Yeah, my bench warrant. I still had to pay like 200 bucks. That's crazy. Because I had a bench warrant. That's Unbelievable. Crazy. So, like, you could have a warrant. I, I was watching a Sam Piker. You could have a warrant. He said this. <laughs> it was perfect because you could have a warrant I right, right now for a parking ticket. It, and you can have a warrant for a parking ticket in another city and have no idea right now, right yep. now. And, and instead of this cop going, oh, you've got stupid traffic warrants for tickets. We're just going to recite you. No, we got to take you to jail right now. It's so important for us to do that. They do that all day here in New Orleans, all mm-hmm. day. If you have a warrant out, they're taking you straight to OBP. Straight have to Orleans Justice. Like, oh, I guess, you know, stupid question. Like, uh, but like, if you ever get like a ticket or anything like that, you go to, you know, traffic court or whatever, and they have just like at least in in Jefferson Parish where I live, and I'm I've done it in other places as well. You know, they just basically have a list of people by name. They'll say, "Okay, are you here? All right, attachment." Because <laughs> they're not, you know, are you here? Attachment. So they're just yep. like out there giving people warrants, one after the other, after the other after the other after the other. Like it's just so many people. Getting warrant, like getting these, like like an attachment is an is an arrest warrant, essentially. Absolutely, that's exactly what it is, dude. And it's like like literally, it's like so hundreds, uh, hundreds of people 
on their on on like a list. You know, like at least half of them aren't there. So like that means half of those people every single day they do traffic court are just getting warrants out for their arrest. It's insanity. And just to give you an example, I had this going back to like like riots and 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 burning shit down like gets the goods. It it brought me to think about like I lived through a race riot as a kid in my home in St. Petersburg, Florida, and it completely changed how the how the police department did policing. So mm. if that same that same situation would have happened in my hometown, because the, the St. Petersburg police used to be just as bad. Um, mm. If that same situation happens now, the St. Pete police have a, if it's not a violent, um, if it's not like a violent felony, they have a no chase policy. So if that kid would have like, like ducked away, like snatched away and tried to start his car, as long as he wasn't trying to like run a cop down, they would have just let him go. Yeah. And they'd be like, we'll pick you up later. We got the make, model, and plate. We know your name. Yeah. We, we'll, we'll come get you, bro. Like, there's meant. nowhere for you to go. Right. Which isn't even, like, I don't even necessarily agree with that. Like, if, if they did, if they have expired tags or whatever, just mail them a ticket or whatever, you know, like, or, or not. Or not. Yeah, they you know, just, just it. But I'm saying, if you run from the cops, I'm, I'm saying, yeah. if you, like, if you take off and run from the cops, like, that's a different thing. The St. Petersburg police have, like, decided that it's safer to let that person just go wherever they're going to go than to yeah. do some kind of high-speed chase all through Tampa Bay. Like a movie or something, right? <laughs> yeah, because we'll, we'll, we'll get them later. Mm-hmm. They're going go to go they're going to go to their home of residence eventually. These people right. are not, you know, they're yeah. not, they're not Jason Bourne. Yeah, you know, they're, they're not, not rolling around with five passports and 50 fake IDs. <laughs> and if they are, you're not going to catch them anyway. You probably have more problems if you did. Right. <laughs> but that yeah. but the reason why they did that the reason why they did that is because they had a traffic stop and they shot a kid the same mm-hmm. kind of way they, uh, to try to keep the story short mm-hmm. to where if that kid had like it was like something stupid and if they just would have let the kid go they could have just picked him up back in his mom's house later right you know it but yeah so that's why that's that's but the reason why they change is because people burn that city to the ground after mm-hmm. after they killed that kid in in two thousand and ninety six, mm-hmm. I believe. I think it was ninety six. Yeah, the thing that's like, oh, that people burn down Tampa and anybody cares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just messing. Ah, 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 I got ah, you. Ah, Florida. Uh, but yeah, it's um, um, I actually can't be on too much longer because my phone's gonna die. I wish I would have had more battery. Yeah, but um, I, yeah. all right, I'll give you. And here's 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 a super. I don't know if I've ever shared this, but here's super hot take two hot for take. the night. Um, oh, about right. policing, is that you're not gonna hear this from any other leftist uh, podcast. I can tell you that. So here's my way. Here, here it is, right here. Here's how you fix the police department. Because we're not going to abolish them tomorrow. I would love to abolish the police, but we don't have anything in place to abolish them. But, okay. But this is how you fit. You fire every single cop. You fire them all. And you make them reapply for their jobs. Anybody who has any kind of misconduct, they cannot reapply. Um, You make them all reapply for their jobs. Now, the ones that do pass the, the, the new strenuous standards that we've set up, to get the to get their jobs back, 
we're not going to defund the police. We're actually going to fund the police more, but this money can only go to um, salaries because now we're going to pay, we're going to pay the police twice to three times what they're getting right now. Mm -hmm. And the reason why you do that is because now you're going to have people who are not psychopaths um, applying to be cops because no, right now the that's part of the scam. The pay is so low that right now they know that only psychopaths are going to apply. But only two people are going to apply to be cops: psychopaths and idealists. The idealists, like me, are going to quit, and the psychopaths are they going to be the only ones left because they'll do the job. They would do this job for free. They would go harass black and brown people for free. They do it for fun. They um, do it on their off time. Right. Right. So you pay them three times more than what they're getting paid now. And then when you do have the psychopaths that like find, that show themselves, you fire them instantly. And you're able to fire them instantly because you know you've got a stack of resumes ready to go to police academy. That's yeah, how you fix the that. cops. So there's a similarity in what you bring up. And like I'm not I can't I'm I haven't thought about it enough to like determine whether or not I agree with you or not. Um, but um, the way that you're talking about things is essentially like similar to the way that um, like I think about teachers and stuff like that, just mostly because that's the world I live in, right? Or at least I live in at various points in my life. I'm in kind of like a weird nebulous zone right now. Um, but anyway, um, part of the reason, because right now there's a huge shortage of teachers too, right? And right. there's basically a couple kinds of teachers, and like there's a huge, like I said, a huge shortage. So like there's a couple of kinds of teachers, like the teachers that have been teaching for like you know 20, 25 years, they've seen it all, they know what's going on, they've you know anything that happens doesn't surprise them, and things just like always feel like they're getting worse. And, and I'm generalizing yeah. here, like like obviously there's exceptions by many, but I'm sort of generalizing. And then there's like the idealist, like you were saying, like the Teach for America kids that are coming to like do missionary work or whatever. And also, right. by the way, get their college tuition paid off. And they tend to not last for very long, though sometimes they do. Um, and they come in with a particular like, you know, saviority mindset. And the reason you don't get more of the former kind uh, that I mentioned, the teachers that have been around for a very, very long time, or, you know, like I was a teacher, you know, still, you know, five years in, um, but I went through the traditional college way, and, like, I keep thinking to myself, like, well, I could go get a, you know, if I was compelled to do so, go get a job, you know, with the college degree that pays twice this, you know, and I have to deal with probably half the bullshit. Yeah. No, that's a, there's a big parallel to mm -hmm. why I believe like the, the conspiracy is break the police by paying them so low. And then the same thing, break the teachers by paying them so low mm -hmm. that you, and then you can say, look, oh, look at this. Like, oh, doesn't work. We should just mm -hmm. privatize it all. Well, yeah. Yeah. Private cops would be worth Like if they defund the, if they, and that, that's sort of like one of the, like issues and like I'm, I'm on board conceptually with the idea of defunding the police, I think, but like if the replacement for the defunded police is like the equivalent of charter schools for police or whatever, like whatever that would look like at state and local levels. Um, no, that's worse. That's not better. You know, even if you're doing it cheaper, 
Yeah. That sounds bad. My dude, we already like a private like, army. That sounds like a step backwards. Different departments. Mm-hmm. Di- and I gotta I gotta leave with this, uh, because I'm at like two percent. Um, different departments have already dipped their toe into that. If you ever in our city, what? New Orleans, you have you ever seen those blackwaters in the US now? We got mercenary cops. Have you ever have you seen those uh NOPD uh Ford Explorers that have the star on the sticker on the side that say um Garden District Security District Patrol or it's, it'll say like Magazine Street Security District or something? Or even like that uh, is a Cindy special... Torres's little like like scooters or whatever. There's little cop scooters, right? But those, that magazine that, that that magazine street yeah that's a vukari so that mm-hmm. magazine district or the vukari like those little those little smart cars those are paid for by by private business those yeah. are paid for and by like, getting grants like, for um, it yeah yeah so we're already dipping our toes into private policing yeah which is which is bad too so like finding ways like to think about that is like a whole different, like that's a whole different conversation. Anyway, I know you got to go. Uh, sorry yeah, about the difficulties, but uh, I'll kind of find a way to stitch this together into a show. Um, anyway, cool, cool. you can uh, watch Good Morning Comrade every uh, Monday through Friday on uh, YouTube.com for well, YouTube.com search Good Morning Comrade. You can also um, check out our, our, our website. We're on uh, goodmorningcomrade.com where you can find how to support us, patreon.com slash goodmorningcomrade. We're trying to get to our you know, 10 patrons and we're trying to get subscribers on YouTube. YouTube, we yeah. like we want to get up on YouTube. We want to get up on Twitch right now. We're, uh, we're broadcasting on both of those um, and Facebook Live. So we need people to go to all of those things, twitch.tv slash goodmorningcomraderadio, 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock, you know, Monday through Friday, most days. Uh, you can you can see what's going on. Uh, I'm usually like looking at the news. Hopefully, I'm not rambling and I'm doing a decent enough job. You know, we got a couple regulars in chat there. You know, but uh, yeah. Good morning, comrade. Check us out. Uh, anything else you wanted to say, Robert? Before we go. No, thanks. And um, I saw somebody re-up their Patreon. We really got to start like reading their names out. We'll, we'll do that. We'll do that like on next Thursday or something. We got to do something for these people. Like our patrons now, it's like somebody re up to like 20 bucks a month. I like oh, super yeah. appreciate that. Um, but yeah, thank you guys, everybody that's supporting the Patreon right now. All right. But yeah, I'm out. I'll see you later. Bye.